Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 66 of The Grid, the Patreon-exclusive show for the Oblivion Bar, a nerd culture podcast. I am Chris Hacker, one of your co-hosts here. Join me this week, as he does every single week, my BFF, Aaron Knowles. Hello, Aaron. What's up, homie? Oh, you know, just recording our very last Grid episode from St. Louis. This is my, wow. my last one here. End yeah. of an End era. Of an era. Mm-hmm. Sure is. So... Uh, as some may know, some have heard uh, via either the normal show or uh, Patreon, I am moving to Indiana for a job. So we are using, we, we always take every January off regardless. Over the last three years, we've taken off every January and just kind of recoup going into whatever that next year is. Uh, luckily for me, this new job kind of all lined up perfectly to where I was moving right at the beginning of the year. So uh, going into February, uh, Aaron, we actually, we kind of briefly talked about what we wanted to you know, discuss here on the grid today, but do you want to talk about kind of the episodes that we have kind of leading up to, um, you know, going into February just briefly? No, I want you to. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to need your help talking about these things. So fine. If you want to chime in at any point, oh, I do so much on this show. I know. I just, I, I don't, I don't carry my weight and I just want you to know that I, I recognize that. <laughs> Don't make me feel bad. All right. Uh, no, I, <laughs> how do you, I don't. How do you turn a joke into making me feel bad? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All righty. All right. So episode, <laughs> episode 106, we've got most anticipated films of 2023. This is uh, one of our favorite episodes every year. Uh, again, we said it last episode at 105. This is an episode that we often refer back to, you know, later on down the year. When we've seen a lot of these movies that we talk about during this most highly anticipated uh, segment, we always like to refer back and, and kind of gauge our excitement based on where it was at at the beginning of the year, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, for instance, mm-hmm. Black Panther Wakanda Forever was my most anticipated film of last year, and it did not come to fruition <laughs> from my end. Aaron liked it a lot. I, I was okay with it. Um, and yeah, I think Top Gun Maverick was definitely in the discussion, but as everyone knows by now, Top Gun was my favorite movie of last year. Eric, do you remember what your most anticipated film was of 2022? It was either Doctor Strange mm-hmm. or it, it was either Doctor Strange or, again, okay, so I'm going to say this. There's Doctor Strange, there was Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and then there was another Mar- Thor Love and Thunder. It might have been like Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. Possibly. If it wasn't, if it it was one of those three, and I want to say it was either between Thor Love and Thunder or Wakanda Forever. I very vividly remember us talking about how this 2022 was supposed to be the greatest year <laughs> in Marvel history. I mean, think about the beginning of 2022, <laughs> Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Well, we come off the back of Spider-Man Far From Home in December. We go into mm-hmm. Doctor Strange 2, or yeah, Doctor Strange 2. Thor Love and Thunder, which again, as I've said many times, huge fan of Jason Aaron, huge fan of Jane Foster's Mighty Thor, big fan of that run, you know, Gore the God Butcher. And then, of course, we've got Black Panther Wakanda Forever, the implications of Chadwick Boseman dying. What are they going to do with T'Challa? What are they going to do with Wakanda? And I think overall, I didn't love really any of it. (laughs) Like, I think the best one was probably... Doctor Strange, but only barely above Wakanda Forever. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder no. was far and away the worst one, in my opinion. No. No? No. <laughs> no. What do you disagree on? Black Panther. 
Wakanda Forever was definitely out of out of those three. If we're gonna say, oh my god, this okay. I feel like this year was pretty much the same thing that everybody says, like, oh, 2023, 2022 was horrible. 2023, year for me, you know? And then, yeah. like, six days yeah. in, you're, like, shit in the bed. And you're, like, 2024 is the year for me, you know? <laughs> but it's, like, <laughs> that's the way we were with 2022 and, like, Marvel movies. And we're, like, the MCU yeah. is just going to get better, man. You know? Last year, we had to deal with Morbius, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> And then, and then, and then we get you. You said uh, far from home, but you meant no way home. We get no way home, which was great. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. And then you're good. And and then we get fucking Doctor Strange, and and that was just like I'm sorry. I know you you enjoyed it, but there was so much. Like it still bothers me how much I, only I slightly wanted to enjoyed enjoy it. it. Yeah, it's like a. I think I gave it a three point five. Like it's it's recommendable, like but only Thor, because you Love need and Thunder, to... yeah. Which was Bad. basically like an acid trip for somebody who owns like an action figure of Thor, you know. Yeah. And and don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. Uh, Christian Bale fucking nailed it. Like he owned, yeah, he owned that movie. Christian Bale owned that movie, and the rest of it was just kind of like meh, you know. Just didn't live up to what the if potential wanted... was for gore. Yeah. If I wanted to see Chris Hemsworth be fucking awkward for an hour and a half, two hours, I'll go back and watch Cabin in the Woods. You yeah. know? <laughs> Actually, it's I feel like, like the personality that he has on. in Spiderhead is almost exactly the same that he has in Thor. Like, he's like a quippy, he's just a quippy <laughs> guy yeah. that has like a dark side sometimes. You know what I mean? God, Spiderhead was so good. It was really good. Yeah. Um, well, it's funny that we're talking about this right now because actually episode 107 is we're going to be ranking our personal rankings for phase four of the MCU. We're going to dedicate an entire episode to us going all the way back to what, what was the first, what was the first movie in phase four? Was it, I think it was actually far from home. It was the second Spider-Man movie leading up into Black Panther really? Wakanda forever. I think it is. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. We'll have to look it up, but I'm almost Keep positive talking. that go Spider-Man this. 2, I'm pretty sure Far From Home is the beginning of Phase 4, but I could be wrong. Uh, so we'll we'll what you, individually what you, take... What? So, okay, I was going to say, what are you going to give me if you're fucking wrong? Uh, but Phase 4 <laughs> started wrong? with Black Widow. Okay, I guess they consider... That's weird, though. Why, why would they not just cap end Phase 3 and the multiverse saga with Endgame? You know what I mean? Because remember, Far From Home came out right after Endgame. Okay. Um, so they got Black Widow, Shang-Chi, The Eternals, and like that's the first three of the phase yeah. four. So like I don't know. Like I really I, I agree with you. They could have honestly have I don't know. They could have either have end capped it with the Eternals, which I think would have been a good spot to end phase three, but then mm. also Shang-Chi and the Eternal like Black Widow, meh, that could have been phase three. If you're talking about the, you know, the beginning of this whole like cosmic, cosmic version of like or cosmic level of phase yeah. of the MCU, then Shang-Chi should have been the beginning of that. I watched a really interesting video by uh, Nando V Movie. Shout out to Nando. He uh, he's actually been on the show for us. He, he did an interview with us on Patreon a couple of, or last year sometime. And he he had a really interesting take, which was. Phase four is all about reintroducing or actually it's just introducing new characters to the MCU. 
So we've always been, you know, we've always been accustomed in the MCU to being introduced to characters and then having them all be flushed out. This version of the MCU, phase four of the MCU has basically been strictly introducing new characters and then not even really getting to know them yet. So it's kind of given people this weird thought of, we don't really even know these new characters. So I think phase five automatically is going to be an advantage because phase four was all about just getting to know those or being introduced to those new characters, Shang-Chi, the Eternals. We got, you know, not that he's a new character, but we've got a new Captain America. Um, we've got all, all the new Black Widow people. We've got, uh, the you know, America Chavez, everybody. Like, yeah, Thunderbolts, She-Hulk. Everything is new in phase four. So phase four was always going to be a rebuilding year and or a rebuilding phase, I guess. And it's at a disadvantage because of it. We might look back on phase four down the road and go, oh, okay, this is what they were trying to do. This makes sense now that we've gotten down the road and we know these characters, we care about them. Now it also could go the other way and it could just be inherently worse. It could be, we don't know, you know, but (laughs) we care uh, about these characters. Cause uh... (laughs) (laughs) the only one I really care about right now is like Sam Wilson's captain America, all the legacy people. So like Thor and Bruce Banner and all the, like all the legacy characters that are still around, still love them. Uh, Shang-Chi. I really love, and I love She-Hulk. That's the only ones I really care about. I got to say, even as much as I disliked, uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I am very concerned about this third eye that has opened up in in Steven's head. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm yeah. I'm very concerned about this thing. But but we did meet his uh soon to be wife. So Clea. And she yeah. was Clea. Whoop. Yep. Uh who is that? What's what who what's her name? Um she's freaking Furiosa in Mad Max Fury Road. Damn it, what's her name? Alexander Skarsgard. <laughs> it's a scars guard. No, it's a uh, shoot. It's it's why I don't. Why am I forgetting this? Someone's yelling at us right now. You'll look it up. But anyway, that's that's episode one of seven. Clea, that's her name in the comic. She's actually Doctor Strange right now. She's the well, not Doctor Strange. She's not the Doctor Strange, but she is a Doctor Strange. She is the sorcerer, sorceress supreme right now in the comics. Clea is so. Oh, you know what? I fucked up. I put in Furiosa, uh, thinking that I was going to bring up you know mad max but i forgot they're making a furiosa movie <laughs> yeah with so, i think it's uh, anya taylor joy the... yep 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 yeah yeah charlize theron that's i knew i Thank saw you. i knew her face I don't know why i couldn't saw think of her that. face yeah couldn't think of her purple you know... eyeshadow <laughs> all right so moving on to episode 108 this is a big one for us aaron uh we've basically we're going r- like mcu heavy going into this next year because episode 108 is our movie review of Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. And I think this is a great transition into talking about the brand new trailer we got during the college football championship. Aaron, you sent me a little snippet there the next day. I was recovering. <laughs> I had my last day at work and I didn't, I actually didn't watch the trailer live when it came on because I was working, but I watched it the next morning and it is pretty amazing. I think it looks awesome. And you, you showed me that something that we called a long time ago, which is that Darren Cross, the villain of the first Ant-Man movie, when he gets sucked up into the the quantum realm where, where did he go what happened to him right and we find out in this trailer that he is in fact modok he's the he's the new modok so for people who don't know who modok is he's basically just a big head <laughs> that's in charge of it? aim in the marvel universe mind over what is it what uh modok is a, is an acronym actually it's an acronym yeah you can look that up if you want i, I know it's something over death and something yeah 
there was a i know people mental mobile this. mechanized organism designed for killing yes designed yep. only for killing so it's only mental killing, mobile yeah. mechanized organism designed only for killing yep uh we actually kind of aaron can i admit something to you live here on the show and live here on patreon so everyone can hear this right now can i sure. admit this right now Absolutely. we reviewed i love you ah what was it it was we re- reviewed two tv series in one episode it was something and modok and we got through the first series review this is early on in the oblivion bar this is like very beginning of the show but probably the first year and they had that hulu modok <laughs> we were show. still struggling with how to review yes yeah we were still figuring it out we were still doing two hour long episodes for for reviews and such uh I, we got so we got through the one review, and then you admitted live on the show. You went, I actually didn't watch Modoc. I didn't know this either. I didn't know this going into the episode. We had already been recording for like an hour and twenty minutes, and you go, I don't really have an opinion because I didn't watch the show. And I was so angry with you in that moment. Everyone listening right now, <laughs> go find that episode and listen to my reaction. I think I played it pretty well because I love you and you're my best friend. And I'm not, I can't stay mad at you. Look at that face. How could, how could I ever be mad at that face for long? The the thing is I tried, I tried watching it. I tried watching it, but I've, (laughs) I've literally never been like a fan of like robot chicken or, or some of those. And like, that literally is exactly what it felt like was it's the same MCU. Yeah. So I was like, I tried watching it and Patton Oswalt is very hit or miss for me. And Mm -hmm. I just I couldn't do it. I could not do it. I I like I tried. Just, I really tried. It would have been nice to know that before we started recording. <laughs> Cuz what we could have done is I could have just exited out the Modoc of it all and been like we were going to review Modoc, but some of us didn't like it and or we didn't watch it. So, uh but you know what? it's neither you know here nor you there. Did, you did swimmingly. I mean, technically that is my review <laughs> that, that I didn't like it. <laughs> no opinion. That is my review. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an opinion. I was like, I couldn't fucking it stand it. You know, it's like it's like Michael Sarah and Jack Black when they started in the movie year one. I have yeah. never walked out of uh, Chris. You know how much I love shitty movies. You oh, yeah, know how yeah. much I love shitty movies. You love a trash movie. I, I have left. I have left one movie. I have walked out of one theater my entire life, and it was year one. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I think that was recently on Netflix and I thought about watching it. Cause I, again, I, like you said, I like Jack black. I like Michael Sarah. seems like a pretty home run concept, yeah. you know, but shitty. How do you it's, fuck that it's up? Just, it's just really shitty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's I almost to kinda... as bad as like this, this meet the Spartans or whatever that those fucking oh, yeah. stupid parody films. Those, yeah. I, this, the pair kind of like what you're saying here, the parody trashy films are hit or miss with me. Sometimes I like them cause they are so crappy. Sometimes they're just not even, they're not even funny. Some of them uh, or most of them, I'd even say, but let's kind of, I want to use this time to kind of briefly talk about that trailer, you know, cause again, I watched it the next day and, if, yeah. and again, like we yeah, said, yeah, Corey yeah. Stahl is back as Modoc. What did you think of that look? So we only get a brief look at him. His face just looks elongated in, in that suit. Did you Th- see that? That was, that was, so it, it, that was some of the worst background green screening I have ever seen. Like that was like some of the worst editing. Like somebody was like, oh, "Oh man, you know what? You know what probably happened?" Somebody was like, "Hey, uh, we're gonna release the the bat the football or the what what game was it? Football game? We're College football this trailer during the football game." And some dudes like, "Oh, sh- I forgot to do Modoc's face. I haven't you know, even put his like face in yet." Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like he had to like he did everything else, made everything else look good. But he's like, "Oh shit, 
Modoc's yeah. face. Boop. You know, and then just like <laughs> just use like it looks he bad. Just use like Microsoft Paint to like yeah, put it in. Yeah. It looks like uh you remember Goldeneye, the faces? Or actually yeah. even, like a lot of video games back in the day. It looks like yeah. they just like took a screenshot of someone's face and just copy pasted it on all, yeah into, all they did like was just it, they made it into a layer and they made it fit yeah. like the, the, the dimensions <laughs> and that's it that is yeah. yeah that's pretty spot on that's pretty spot on yeah yeah uh okay so thoughts on kang do you like i've heard some people complain about the blueness of it all because again in the comics he has a blue face okay whatever what are your thoughts on that being a mask and his eyes kind of stay blue for a bit and then they go back to be like he just has a normal face after that i like it i think it's fine um i think that they had to kind of i mean again this is only a version one version Mm -hmm. of him so he could have a completely like in a different version he could have a completely different like full blue face and this one he just happens so what i'm i what i'm trying to figure out and i've been trying to relook at the trailer is when i see his face he does have what looks like that kind of you know how he has those two lines that kind of go down the sides of his face yep um, and, and you can see in the trailer, he has like a, almost like a scar on what looks like the left side of his face, but I can't really mm-hmm. catch it to see if he has it on both. So that's what I've been trying to look at. Like there's those smaller details about his, his design that I'm trying to understand what the actual status is going to be of it. And the one thing that I'm really liking with what I see from this trailer, if you don't mind me moving on, is just that I really like mm-hmm. the technology that we're seeing here and how, again, it's all starting to bring all these pieces of technology that we've been seeing in the MCU together. Miss Marvel's bracelet, um, the, the Shang-Chi's 10 rings, you know, what, mm-hmm. what else there's, there's more, I believe. Um, what well, else those are really the two there's, big there's, ones there's right now. Like I think. More. Yeah. No, those so, are the, like, two. the bangles and then the rings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, I'm curious to see, because remember we did see that post credit scene from, It. was it was it the eternals what yeah it was Shang-Chi. Yeah, the... sorry yeah. um when they when he says it's sending a signal somewhere mm-hmm. you know yeah. and so, so that could be like another that's signal, a signal that's going to... down yeah to kang right so we'll see i mean i'm trying to figure out maybe these maybe these uh pieces of equipment are drawing energy from from our world and sending it down to his so we'll figure out we'll hear more about that all the you know when we get to the movie which man almost almost a month away yeah we're just under a month right now in terms of how long we have to wait for this and i will say i loved kang's look i think he looks awesome i'm excited about jonathan majors being in this universe of like he's already in this universe as he who remains but him as kang has always been kind of the big draw like he's going to come back as a mortis there are rumors that he's going to play a version like the beyonder who is the bad guy in the secret wars movie or at least in the comic, we don't know if he's going to be the actual villain in the movie version of that. Um, some people have speculated that it might the Beyonder might just be a variant of Kang. Like it just might be Jonathan Majors again as another omnipotent, you know, universal being. So I think that would be really cool. And I think the blue energy is quantum energy. I think that's where all this comes from. He's stuck. He's stuck in the quantum realm. He cannot get out for whatever reason. We'll find out throughout the movie at some point why he's stuck. And he captures Cassie using that that beacon that she creates brings her in and then he inherits the help of ant-man to steal something this is just going to be another heist movie but in the quantum (laughs) realm in my opinion and um i think it looks awesome i i think one thing that i'm going to throw out there and aaron just remember this for down the road when we watch the film next month 
I think that Modoc is going to make a switch. I think that in the beginning, Modoc is going to work for Kang. And in order to get out of the quantum realm himself, he has to team up with Ant-Man at some point in the movie. I think that that's going to happen for sure. I think they're going to have to put their, you know, him and Darren Cross or whatever version of Darren Cross this is are going to have to put their, you know, differences aside just to get out of there. And I think that's going to happen at some point. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm 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 really excited to see the character development and arc that, you know, being in the quantum realm has has done to to cross. I'm also like I'm I I sometimes get tired of these storylines where it's like, okay, I've captured, you know, they create some kind of device. It sucks the child into the device. I now have your daughter. You will do this for me or I will kill them. Mm -hmm. And now I'm just like, okay, so that's to me, that feels like a very played out storyline. But at the same time, I'm still very excited to see how Kang is released. Cause I could, I would almost think that, and I, and I, and I agree with what you're saying. And I, I so hear me out that he who remains ran the TVA. He who remains developed the technology that went into the different timelines to basically destroy them. Perhaps there is a device that is keeping this version of Kang in the quantum realm. And that's what he either a needs to destroy or you know steal or 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 change the the we'll say we'll say change the you know the 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 wiring within it to release him you know instead of you know so i'm i'm curious to see how this is going to and and i love the fact again that all this is going to lead into when we start seeing loki 2 and and the rest of the phase 5 mcu because i really think it's going to have a lot of impact on you know, every, I mean, obviously it's going to have a huge impact on, on everything. Cause I think this is going to be, this is going to be our big, big, big intro into the rest of phase five. Yeah. Uh, actually it's funny you say that because producer Jeff Loveness actually just recently, he's uh he's one of the writers and, and he's the producer, one of the producers as well. He said that this movie is going to have the same impact as Captain America civil war did for the multiversal, or excuse me, the uh, infinity gauntlet saga. So Big, big, uh, big ask, you know, of, of Ant-Man here. And this is the third one in the movie, <laughs> our third one in the trilogy, excuse me. Uh, rumors are that Hope Van Dyne possibly could die in this movie as well. Someone's got to die. Kang is not going to get through this movie and not kill someone. someone. Yeah. They got to show how big and powerful he is. Um, I'd even, I wouldn't be surprised. Could make way for, if, for Cassie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, as Cassie has been rumored to be stature, you know, in, in the MCU. But I think more people have realized that her name is actually going to be Stinger which is a more recent uh, alias that she's gone by. Uh, and if you remember too, Janet Van Dyne, Michelle Pfeiffer's character was stuck in the quantum realm for 20 plus years. And if she's not, I mean, she's as smart as anyone when it comes to quantum energy. She knows all about the quantum realm. And if she can't get out, Kang, Kang is going to have the same issue. So very excited. Uh, we're going to, we're going to definitely cover that here on the show for episode 108. Uh, moving on here, we've got two interviews in a row, Aaron. Uh, we've got interview with Hank Jazia. Ak- Sorry. I said, I just, it just popped in my head. Hank's going to die. It could. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if both Janet and Hank die. Yeah. I mean, Michael, Michael Douglas looks yes. like he's holding on to life by a thread. Every time I see him, I'm like this man is Very so close tiny. and I, I, he's so just decrepit, you know, and he used to be such a force back in the day. 
Uh, but yeah, he's he's getting up there. And Michelle Pfeiffer, I wouldn't be surprised if she's ready to get out of the MCU as well. But uh, so episode 109, we've got an interview with the creative team behind Galaxy the Prettiest Star, which is a uh, DC Pride uh, young adults book, which is super awesome. We're excited to have both I'm so Jazia Axelrod and Jess Taylor. Yeah, I mean, I actually, before we even got here on the grid today, today I sent an email to them to see if we could hammer out an official date. We got, we got a yes. We're just trying to figure out when the actual date's going to be. We've got plenty of time between now and you know, February 24th. So excited to have both of those creators on to talk about galaxy, the prettiest star. This is a book that's extremely important, Aaron. I know you know this, but for the listeners here, galaxy, the pretty star is one of the very first trans specific books in all of comics. Not, not only just to the big two, but just in all of comics. So very important to have that out there. Excited to pick both of their brains in terms of, you know, the inspiration and the process and all that stuff. So we'll have them on for episode 109. And then for episode 110, kind of rounding out uh, the end of February going into March, we have another interview with two creators, Colin Kelly and Jackson Lansing. Uh, the creative team behind the aforementioned Kang the Conqueror storyline from last year. Aaron, if you remember, that was a Chris's corner pick uh, for me at one point. Mm-hmm, Love that mm-hmm, story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Love they it. currently are, they were, yeah, they're the writers on the current Captain America Sentinel of Liberty, which is really cool. This is basically there are two congr- like, there are two parallel Captain America stories being told right now at Marvel. You've got the Sam Wilson. Um, I think it's stat. I think he actually, I think Sam Wilson's a Sentinel of Liberty. And then you've got the mm-hmm. yep. uh, Steve Rogers, which is this um, statue of something. I don't, I, there's something not statue of Liberty. That's not right. But there's, they have got two very similar names. The um, Steve Rogers centric one is written by Colin Kelly, Jackson Lansing, They've written a bunch of stuff, uh, harboring the har- harbinger, excuse me, over at uh, Valiant. They're taking over the Guardians of the Galaxy ongoing series in March, which is kind of the main reason why we wanted to have them on. And I met both of them at New York Comic Con. They're both super awesome guys. Excited to talk to both of them. Just hammered out the details today. Talked to Colin on Twitter, and uh, it's exciting to have both of them on. I'm really just, I just pretty much love everything that they're doing. So it's gonna be really fun to talk to both of them. Kind of pick their brain on what they want to do with the guardians t- uh, title over at Marvel. Did you figure out what those two titles were? Those Marvel, those captain America titles. So you, yeah. The Jackson Lansing and Colin Kelly are working on captain America, Sentinel of Liberty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's then, the, yeah. And then, um, damn it. Sam Wilson's. Uh, if you type in like Sam Wilson, captain America, 2022, it should come up. I looked it up the other day and I forgot already, <laughs> but that's kind of like, uh, that's, our, that's our, that's our schedule. And I have these Symbol covers too. Symbol of truth. Yeah. Yep. Uh, excited to talk to them. Uh, and that'll kind of round out the first 10 episodes of the hundreds, Aaron. That's a uh, exciting stuff. Um, we got Can about I just four, do a quick update four or five. Yeah. I want, I wanted to kind of pick your brain cause you said you want to talk about something really quick. Um, but that's kind of rounding out, uh, the schedule. Aaron, go ahead. Take it away. Okay, so uh, Game of Thrones. All right, I'm, <laughs> I am got him. officially four seasons and three episodes in. I guess it would be three, three seasons and four episodes. Three, three. I'm on season yeah. four, episode three. Okay, so I'm okay. in like sin. And WTF? This show is fucked. All right, <laughs> what is wrong with everybody? What is wrong with you people? What do you mean, you people? What is wrong with Game of Thrones fans? Like, 
holy shit. Like the only we're a, glut- good we're a gluttony for pain. <laughs> uh, obviously, like the only good people in this show is like uh, everyone who's the- died. Everybody. No. Not- and they're all terrible fucking people. Like yeah. what's his name? Greyjoy got his. So spoiler alert, you know, Theon. that guy's some some dudes. Yeah. Theon Greyjoy. Somebody's fucking gimp. Dickless gimp, you know, yep. and. Oh my god! And then and then um, Tywin, you know, he basically broke up with his his girlfriend that he was in love with, you know, because he's like, basically like, I don't want you anymore. Shoot, shoot, I don't want you anymore. I don't love you, you know. And he's like, you're a whore. And like, she was the best part of the show. Like, I love. She's like, hello, my lion. You know, she was great. Like, there's so oh my gosh. and then I just I, just, so I was just you wait on night. her. Just you wait on her. Yeah, she's not all I was that great. Texting you last night and. You know, I was saying, oh, no, we we talked on the phone. I said, like, I know, like, I, I, I remember hearing something about how Joffrey dies. And mm-hmm. good God, was that a fucking visual death? Like him being poisoned to death? And it's fucking crazy because I feel like it was, um, what's his name? Littlefinger? I feel like he's yeah. the one that did it because, I mean, I don't really know why he did it. But all he did it in a way that made, made it look like it was other people because he basically yeah. killed... Jeff, Joffrey at his wedding, like Joffrey killed the Starks at their at their wedding, which was completely yeah. red fucking wedding, man. Oh my god, the red wedding is the like, worst. I know that. I told you last night the red wedding is where I stopped watching the first time. I couldn't do it. Yeah, just to hear yeah. like when he when when he killed Rob Stark and she just like hit the you know the mom was just like no, just like slits that chick's throat. I'm like fuck. Yeah. I like yeah. I'm oh my god oh my god so do you have a favorite it's character like, thus far now uh, that everyone that you liked has died <laughs> all the Starks are gone <laughs> essentially um do I have a favorite character I mean uh was it Tyrion Tywin Tyrion yeah you yeah Tyrion might be one of my favorites um Peter Dinklage is one of the best parts of the show whether you really like him or is. not he is just amazing he really is um Arya is just a badass. Like she just keeps mm-hmm. getting better as a character. She she has the best arc. I won't tell you anything yeah. that happens, but I think at the end of it, you're gonna look back and go, Arya was definitely she had the coolest from start to finish arc. Yeah, and then there's the kid who has like the warg power. Um, like oh, it's so yeah. hard to keep these people's names together. That's 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 the hard part. Is yeah, I'll be honest these with people- you that, that yeah, that is definitely tough, and it it definitely is not it's not easier unless you go back and watch it again like it, yeah. it definitely rewards upon re-watching the entire series for sure i am but like, but you so are I've but been, you are I've enjoying been, like, it binge watching this i'm i i it's it might be a love hate enjoyment type of relationship like you know oh, yeah. like step on me mommy type and you know like relationship yeah, hurt me harder um oh i do i do like what's her name uh, Bur, uh of of tarth Brianna of Tarth. Brianna of Tarth, yeah. Gwendolyn Christie. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Brianna of Tarth. Do you know like, who she is? Do you know who else badass. she is? Do you do you remember? She, yeah. she's, so here's uh, something. Fa- Captain Phasma. Yes, thank you. I was gonna say if I it's pretty obvious because she's like the only tall, blonde, like snoo snoo actor in, in Hollywood. But yeah, Gwendolyn Christie, she's great. She's great in that entire series. She also has a really fun arc as well. Um yeah, I'm excited because I wanted oh. you to watch Game of Thrones because I wanted you to watch House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon is really honestly, <laughs> it's such it's yeah. such a level up in my opinion. I love everything about House of the Dragon. 
I'll be there soon. But I'm gonna tell you this: the last episode that I watched was the nastiest thing I've ever fucking seen. Besides, okay, so I'm gonna tell you where. Uh, the first time I ever stopped, start, I started watching this. I stopped because, um, Theon Greyjoy finger banged his sister on a horse, mm. which which very like, cool. That was gross. Very cool. Um, yeah. so I stopped watching. Now I'm back, and then what's his name um jamie lannister just basically sexually assaulted his sister against the body of her dead son their their dead son <laughs> yeah, joffrey yeah joffrey right there dead <laughs> like in a church oh, man. or in like a in a whatever in like a church area with his sister yeah, with next to next to his his own son with his sister like there's so many levels of wrong there dude so many levels. Yeah. Like I said, I think we talked about it on the show before you had seen the series that game of Thrones is not, it, it has a lot of layers of wrong for sure, but it's <laughs> the political implications. It's the connections. It's the, the errors. Like there's so many things that go into each decision, you know, between the, cause this era of game of Thrones is called the battle of the four Kings. Um, or the full, I, I, it's a battle for five. something, but it's basically five. Yeah. It's basically like you've got Rob Stark, you've got Daenerys Targaryen, you've got the, uh, Tully guy, you've got, um, Lannister, obviously you've got Joffrey Lannister. Uh, you've got the new, um, I'm forgetting his name now, uh, Torin or something. What's who's the new son forgetting his name now. Um, mm. the littlest of the, yeah. of the, um, Lannisters, but, um, and then the who littlest, else is it? That should be a kid show. The littlest Lannister, the littlest of the Lannisters. Um, and then the Baratheons, you got the, the two Baratheons that are going at it. You said the one time when, uh, you had, um, uh, see, I'm forgetting one's freaking name now. Um, Melisandre, when she gives birth to that weird black ghost thing and kills one yeah, of the what? Baratheons. Yeah. Jesus. She's like a witch essentially. Just she's, look at it like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I get. But like, she's just, I mean, Oh my god! Like a everybody has 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 fucking daddy issues. Everybody mm -hmm. is is weird in some way. And then like I mean, I'll be honest. I'm super happy to see. Uh oh god, now I can't remember his name. Pedro Pascal in this show. You know. Oh yeah, I love Oberon. Him. He's awesome. Yep. Yeah, this is like this is where Pedro Pascal really got his break. Like he was kind of just like a yeah. character actor for a while, and then when he came on Game of Thrones for the amount that he's on Game of Thrones he really like took off a lot of these. I mean, a lot of these actors, I honestly had know, no idea. You, I, I didn't even know he was in this show. Oh yeah. You'll see a lot of different people that like, for instance, um, what's her name? Bella Ramsey, I think. Um, yeah, she's going to be on the new, uh, the last of us. She's in the show. You'll, you'll meet her down the road. Um, you've got, um, what's his name from, um, umbrella Academy, the big guy, the guy that has the hairy chest. What's his name? Oh, uh, oh, I, I, yeah, no idea, but... oh, uh, Tom Hopper. Yeah, he's he's a uh, Tarly down the road. Like, there's just a lot of really cool character actors in this that I think you'll you'll really enjoy. So I'm excited you're watching. I'm really proud that you're you finally checked it out. Uh, and it's <laughs> it is it is good. It just it there's a lot. I just, I just want people to shut to up. Through. Stop giving me <laughs> shit about this fucking show. Uh, well, we need another it. update when you get when you get further into it. I want another <laughs> update because you're on you're on season four now. Um, I, I'm just going like to tell I'm you be now done by next week. <laughs> I know that you have already heard me say this a bunch, but the drop off is the beginning of season seven. The show, once you get, just remember this, okay? Once you get to the Battle of the Bastards, the show inevitably gets significantly worse, okay? I'm just letting you know right now. 
Um, just be prepared for that. The benefit though, is that season seven is only six episodes and season eight is only four episodes. So I think, or I think, I think that's right. It's either, I think it's season seven might be eight and season season seven might be eight. And then season eight might be six episodes. One of those two, they're shorter regardless, but they're more expensive and they're a lot more impactful. So yeah, just, just uh, fight through those so you can get to get to the house of dragon. And then that's where the real fun starts happening for me. I, I really like game of Thrones, but I love house of the dragon. So yeah. Well, Aaron, I think that'll do it for episode 66. And I think, uh, since we're not going to be back until I didn't want to tell you this until the end, but since we're not going to be back until February, I might just release this onto the RSS feed tomorrow and do or Friday and, and let people enjoy this, you know, while we're away for a bit. Do it, man. I love the idea. Right. I want to give everybody some right. love, but at the same time, I want to make sure we love our Patreon folks. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'll, what I'll do is I'll release this to the patrons tonight and then we'll release it to everybody. So tonight being Wednesday, January 11th, and then I'll release the, 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 for the rest of the people on Friday. So that way they have something to listen to from us this week. So, all right, well, take us out of here. Take us out of episode 66. I'm excited to see Megan. I mean, Megan, sorry. I keep saying Megan because I saw <laughs> an episode of Key and Peel. Uh, subscribe yeah. to our podcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. You're welcome for the extra seven minutes of the Patreon episode. Join our Patreon community, patreon.com forward slash Oblivion Bar Pod. Thank you to our patrons, Aaron, Greg, Sebastian, Rob, David, Travis, Jeff, Jay, Drew, Cassidy, George, Christy, Alex, Kyle, Nicole, Haley, Chris, Jeff S, Losey, Jake, Jeremy, Brad, and Lisa for Couples Counseling. I, comic Book Couples I don't know if like, whatever. Comic Book Couples <laughs> Counseling. I can't, like spit in my mouth. Anyways, follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Oblivion Bar Pod. Thank you to Whatnot for sponsoring our news and notes segment. Check out the referral link in our show notes and follow us over on Whatnot at Oblivion Bar Pod. Official merch of the show can be found at our website, www.oblivionbarpodcast.com. Thank you, Kevin Ziegler, for all of our Oblivion Bar art. He's at the Zig Zone on Instagram. Thank you, Dream Kid, for all of our Oblivion Bar themes. Thank you, DJ Skyback, for our grid theme. And thank you, Fantasy Shop, for sponsoring the show. You are dad. Last but not least, <laughs> do not forget to tip your bartenders 20% or more. That's right. Uh, Aaron, real quick before we get out of here. I want you to look at the photo I just sent you, react to it, and then I'll I'll close this out. Oh, is this going to be like a naked butthole shot again? Another naked butthole shot? Isn't that crazy? God. Yeah. Insanity. It's unfair. There are no words from Aaron. He he can't even he can't even react to it. Are you going to tell them what we looked at? Uh, it's just the recent everyone for for everyone at home. Uh, it's just a recent photo of Salma Hayek, the most recent photo, photo she just puts on Instagram. Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, we'll see you next week for episode sixty-seven of the Grid. Bye.